with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. A few flurries, although it should end later today. Then we're expecting wind with a high of five for the rest of your weekend. A mix of sun and cloud and highs around eight. Here's what you need to know. The GoFundMe campaign for the Humboldt Broncos bus crash continues to grow. It is now past $10 million. Over 10, 100,000 rather donors from 65 countries have contributed, including Australia, Spain, France, Switzerland, India, and Peru. The money will be going primarily to victims' families. And do you guys know no, this started at $10,000 for their goal. They just wanted $10,000 for the families. Unbelievable. And then, you know, last night during the playoffs, all of the different teams that were in the playoffs were like donating their 50-50 money in Boston and other places, Tampa Bay and everywhere else. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome. And I know people have been raising some concerns about where how GoFundMe makes their money. Right. And they take a percentage of that cash right. that's donated. Right. But they change it for the really big ones and they take way less. Right. So people are oh, worried. Oh, really? Yeah, they're worried that like GoFundMe's going to make like 35 okay. to yeah, 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 grand yeah. per million. Right. They they lower it on the big it's ones. It's kind of like a house commission. The bigger the house sale, yeah. the less the realtor takes. That's awesome. I'm very glad to hear that. Thanks, Matt. Okay, so we've been bugging Chris all week long that he's always talking about the weather. It's so cold. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris, you may have had reason to be complaining. A tweet from Global Edmonton's Jesse Byer states that a new record may have been set last night. It was Edmonton's 167th consecutive day with the temperature falling below zero, which will make it the longest stretch on record. Since October 29th, when we hit zero degrees, we have not gone 24 hours without being below zero. Which is mind-boggling. You think one day in 167, it would be like we'd have a freak of nature Chinook thing rolling or something. We have not had one day where it hasn't got below zero in 167 what day days. Uh, Apparently, middle of December, we were very close. We it were. was like minus zero point blah, blah, blah. What day yeah. kicked it off? That's yeah. what I want to know. October 29th. October 29th. Yeah, that's <laughs> what she said. Right. <laughs> okay, well, it's Friday the 13th. Are you boys superstitious? Never. Not mm, at all. Not really. Okay, well, I am, and many are with me. On these dates, airlines suffer severe losses in sales, mm. many high-rise buildings, as we know, and hospitals will skip the 13th floor. But do you know, if you try to find a gate 13 in an airport, not going to happen. It ain't going to happen. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. All right. Thank you, Jack. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. As Jack mentioned, uh, Young Forever High Valley, uh, that song has been uh, put together with a bunch of amazing things that you've done with putting your sticks out and also a young player on the Humboldt Broncos, Stephen Wack, who uh, lost his life actually in the bus crash. A bunch of uh, video that he did as well, which is absolutely amazing. It's a brilliant video. Uh, High Valley's involved and uh, you can check it out now on our Facebook page and also at kissnfm.com. Yeah, it just... Uh, it's it, so good. Yeah, all right. It's a uh, 6-11. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Light to uh, skip a snow out there, making it a little slippery, so do uh, be careful. Uh, yesterday, we uh, talked to a Dallas Smith's wife, Kristen, because she had an issue at a liquor store. We're a grocery shop. The liquor store is right there. So I told Zeta, we're going to go grab groceries. Mom is going to get some wine, and then we're going to go home. I had my two grocery bags, and I was carrying Zeta, and this lady... Out, like parked right out front of the store, yelled out her car window and said, 
A liquor store, no place for a kid. Yeah, and uh, this made uh, Kristen go, hmm, is that really true? And Jack, yeah. you've only done this once with your little Kennedy, and you felt awkward going in, I right? felt very awkward going in. I've noticed that, like, if I think, oh, we need wine for dinner, I just say, oh, I'll go later when, when Bob can watch Kennedy. I don't right. want to bring her in the liquor store, and I don't know why. It's apparently not a bad thing. Mm. But we got lots of texts. This person says, I walked to the liquor store on Saturday with my 8-year-old. She pet the shop's dog while I tasted some wine. There you go. <laughs> That's great. Uh-huh. But Another person says, what does it say on the door before you walk into a liquor store? You must be 18 to enter. Question answered. Just make arrangements for somebody to watch your child if you're going to the liquor store. But okay. sometimes those things say you can be in there as long as you're accompanied by an adult. Right. So what do you do? All right. You get your booze anyway. 780-421-1039, yes. Kiss and Country, Amanda, what do you think about kids in the liquor store? I don't remember being brought into liquor stores as a kid. Uh-huh, and? My parents never had a problem with it. No. And, like, now I have a six-month-old baby, and yeah. I'm not a huge drinker myself, but if I had to bring him in, I'd bring him I'm not leaving a baby in the car. Baby's yeah. first Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Um, that's a good point. I asked my wife, and, and she said, yeah, I know. She took the kids in, and, you know, sometimes they push the cart. It was kind of helpful, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Grab mommy that Texas Mickey. <laughs> you can do it. Use your, use your big muscles. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, maybe that's why the ladies are going to the liquor store to buy tequila with their kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. Uh, again, we, we asked the question yesterday, and it was so huge. Uh, people are still calling about it this morning. Kristen Dallas, Dallas Smith, the country singer's wife, uh, took little Veda to the liquor store the other day, and she got yelled at by a woman in a car parked in the handicapped parking spot without a handicapped parking placard, which uh, Kristen wanted to point that out too, but she was basically judging her as a parent for taking her into the liquor store. And we were asking, yeah, is it appropriate to do such a thing? Jack feels awkward. She's only done it once and, you know. And But I don't think it's a bad thing, but for some reason, yeah, I did feel shamed being in the wine store with mm-hmm. Kennedy. A texter says, not taking kids into a liquor store is as ridiculous as not taking them to 7-Eleven because they sell cigarettes. Okay, there you go. Laura, what's your take? I think there's no problem with that. Um, I'm a mother. I, I mean, not a heavy drinker. We just mainly Christmas time or whatever. But, right. You know, what about, like, in the States, and, and we just came back from the Dominican, it's the liquors in the store, at the grocery store. Yeah. And mothers have enough time running all the air they have to do that never mind like I said you can't leave your kid in the car no no and you can't not go to the liquor store if you're a mother exactly no, <laughs> no. need your mommy like, juice <laughs> <laughs> your mommy juice indeed Tammy what's your take all of our parents all brought us to the liquor store I brought my kids to the liquor store I bring my grandkids to the liquor store not that I drink a lot but um, as long as you're not getting them to grab shit off the shelves you're not explaining what liquor is and stuff like that till they're old enough like, I don't see a problem with it. It's no different than taking them, you know, anywhere yeah. else. And just, <laughs> yeah. You know, you watch what you teach them and what you don't teach them, you know. I this like, is a anything, bottle of gin. Teaching them to drink responsibly. Yeah, I like the way you set it up. Like we've done this for generations. My grandpa <laughs> took me. And it's a, but yeah, it's a rite of passage, right? As long as you're teaching them responsibly, what's the difference? Yeah, so there you go. That don't explain what we're buying in the liquor store. That's the key. Well, they don't need to know what, or they don't have to grab it off the shelves or even touch it. You know what I mean? You're just teaching them. You're shopping. You're responsible, and that's it. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt. Podcast. What what would you do if you uh, came upon a moose? Would you? You're not going to believe our sheets head story of the day oh, and what no. this person did. It's coming up before seven o'clock, so we'll uh, we'll leave that there right now and uh, waiting for uh, 
drunk on a plane. Hopefully we play it for your chance to go to Nashville with the Tennessee Takeover. But right now we say good morning to Global Edmonton's Daintree Christensen. We love Daintree. And before we talk about uh, Friday the 13th, because that's what the, the day and your mm-hmm. superstitions, Global uh, Daintree, tell us uh, about the uh, Global war- Wardrobe Sale that's happening tomorrow. Well, this is huge. We have got a big wardrobe sale that's happening in support of the Terrace Centre, and that's for, for new teen parents. Uh, lots of great support programs for them at the Terrace center but we want to raise as much money as we can so we've cleaned out our closets we've taken a lot of stuff out and there are plenty of shirts dresses jackets shoes bags jewelry there's everything even scarves so we have everything priced anywhere between five and twenty dollars so really good bargains here we even have some stuff for the guys Lots of ties were donated by all of our wonderful men here at Global Edmonton, and we're hoping to raise as much money as we possibly can. It's happening tomorrow from noon until 2. It is cash only here at the station. All right, I see Mike Sobel must have donated his tie because he's not wearing one this morning, so there you go. <laughs> That's his Friday style. Oh, Every it is, Friday. eh? All yep. right, well, awesome. Now I want a Shane Gannon power tie. A Shane Gannon power tie. <laughs> What Okay, what about uh, Friday the 13th uh, superstitions? Uh, you seem like an interesting person. Uh, not not weird, interesting. <laughs> Friday the 13th, do you, uh, you know, do you approach the day any differently? I don't. I really don't. I'm not very superstitious. I'm not a, a team superstitious kind of girl when it comes to sports. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't wear the same socks for ball or anything like that. I won't, you know, run the same route to the game. I'm, I'm just, I'm not very superstitious. And then, so with um, Friday the 13th, the only thing I tend to do tradition-wise is watch one of the Friday the 13th oh. movies. Oh. like a good <laughs> slasher flick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we curled against you. I know you're not very superstitious when it comes to sports, that's for sure. No, not very superstitious, but... I'm not very successful at winning, so maybe I need to amp it up. <laughs> well, we weren't going to mention the curling game, but yeah. Yeah, mix in a super sister or two. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Time for your Sheets Head story of the day. All right, we go up to Alaska, guys, where it's probably still winter, I'm assuming, as well. And uh, Thursday, uh, something happened. Uh, an unfortunate in- incident happened, according to state officials. They say there was a guy, he was walking in a trail, and he came upon a moose, a cow moose, a mother moose with her calf. The most dangerous of all, dangerous of all the mooses. The mother Ooh. moose, exactly. So, you know, they were on his trail, so he just wandered up to the cow moose and decided to give her a kick. It's a bad um, idea. Yeah, it's a really bad idea. Apparently, the cow moose stepped on him, and uh, as she probably should have, I'm thinking. A number of violent incidents have happened involving moose this spring up in Alaska, including a man who had a moose take a swing at him. I'm just wondering how that happens, but probably with their long neck and head. I'm the assuming. old right hook. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know they take swings. While he was feeding it. Ladies and gentlemen, and a oh, cocker spaniel attacked man. by a moose as well. Um, not a uh, cocker spaniel. Yes, <laughs> uh, uh, the, uh, the the spokesperson for the government said, "I'm not a biologist, but as a lifelong Alaskan, I would advise people not to go around kicking the moose." He says, uh, "If you get into a kicking contest with a moose, guess who's going to win?" So you are. If you think, <laughs> I think I could kick a moose. Bad all guess, night. Matt. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure there's some people have got some moose stories or well, animal stories. Stay away from them. Yes, they, you see this in Jasper. Yes, right. Exactly. Everybody gets so close to those elk. Yeah. Those elk will get you. Yeah, especially if they've got a baby with them and they're a mother. Right, Jack, you're a mother. You know what that's like. Don't get close to the baby. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. 
Jack's got long legs like a moose, too. Come <laughs> to the right in the teeth. I'll give you a hook. <laughs> anyway, stay away from the moose. What a sheet's head. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Our sheets head story of the day that we talked about just uh, before seven o'clock. I kind of feel like we. This is kind of like a sheets head story of the day as well. Uh, Jack told us something here in the studio earlier this week that almost made us fall off our chairs. Rocked my world. Your, your daughter Kennedy, and we're going to try to relate this to others as well. Your daughter Kennedy's a year and a half old. Yes. And uh, her dad is like really excited for her to become a swimmer. Yes. Right? Like, Pretty much the best of anything. Yeah. If she, if she's in a class, it has to be the best. You know, and it's, you know, it's, again, some parents, they, they, they dream of their kids being hockey stars, so they get them in hockey way right. too soon and, and things like that. But swimming lessons at a year and a half old, okay, well, that's cute. That's a great father-daughter bonding thing. But what they, are you really doing in those classes where you're basically holding baby above the water, baby splashes, see you later? Right. Not these days, guys. Yeah? No. There is a swimland called Paul Sadler Swimland in our city <laughs> yeah. that is revolutionary. Yeah. Okay. You can't, you can't reinvent the baby. That's the they are teaching these babies how to swim properly, yeah. how safety skills yeah. and, and all these amazing things that you don't get from your regular swim classes. They treat each baby as an individual and every individual gets a special chart and they move up how they go, how they want to. It's not levels. They just move to the next opportunity. <laughs> this is hilarious. So now does Kennedy, can she do the butterfly and the breaststroke yet or what's the deal? We're working on it. Okay. We are working on it. We're working on her skills. So Bob said that he, Bob, my husband said he wanted to put Kennedy in these lessons at Paul Sadler because Quick they question. are. Yes. If you released her from your hand, she'd sink to the bottom, correct? <laughs> Right now, yes. <laughs> Again, we're working on okay, these special okay. skills, small milestones, big successes. So <laughs> we go and, and we check it out and it looks great. And all of these instructors are so into it. Yeah. And so we get the bill. Yeah. And I thought, are we paying $22 for a half an hour class? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Is this, is this a typo? Is this with extra tax? Is this for the week? No. Once a week, half an hour, $22 a time. However, here's the thing. Mm. I freaked out. Bob talked me off the water's edge. And, <laughs> and he said, no, this is worth it. I put it on Instagram and you would not believe it. Not one person has said a bad thing about Paul they're Sadler. Not, well, of course and, not. Well, I guess they're on the lessons. They have to justify it somehow. Because they feed you caviar after at that price. <laughs> they said it is so worth it. There is nothing like Swimland. It's incredible. You're going to love it. And let me tell you, I saw the difference yesterday when I got a call from the manager and spent half an hour on the phone talking about Kennedy's first lesson and how she was nervous at the beginning, but she really flourished. She's a the- baby! <laughs> of course she's nervous. One and a half. She's in a swimming she pool. She doesn't know what she is. <laughs> she can't even talk. Let me tell you, in that half an hour, she really flourished. <laughs> she became a grown woman. And here's the best part. That half an hour call probably cost you another 50 bucks. <laughs> Wait till you it's find like a sex line. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it felt like it. I was sad Okay. <laughs> really? I don't know. There's another I'm line trying to justify there's it. There's another line I could use, but I won't. <laughs> to uh, defend your point, Jack, it sounds like a wonderful place. It yeah. is. Yeah, it not, is next we're, level. We're not running it down, but uh, $22 for a swimming lesson for a year and a half old seems a little 
little, you know. touch on the excessive side. So <laughs> anyway, and, and you guys, like, you don't have, like, a, a swimming pool full of money either. No, it's not like no, you, you we know. are investing in this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, MasterCard has lots of money. Thank okay. goodness. Uh, 780-421-1039. Uh, you can call us or text us. What is the most ridiculous thing you've ever spent uh, to try to further your children? Um, I can say hockey is definitely okay, unbelievably yeah. expensive. Oh, you think uh, swimming's expensive? $22 a class? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain levels of hockey where it's just like, holy cow, this is crazy. But they give you, like, I remember my son saying, hey, Dad, uh, we get uh, free gloves when we play AAA. I'm like, yeah, you're not getting free gloves. Trust me, your parents are paying for those. Death washing dishes for All the right. coach. Try to make Jack feel better about her uh, situation. What are you spending crazy amounts of money on for your kids? Yeah, all right. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, those expensive things that your children are in. Jack's daughter is in uh, swimming lessons. They are twenty-two dollars uh, a half-hour class for a year and a half old, and uh, that seems <laughs> kind of excessive. But again, you know, you're not in the middle of it, right? I mean, this girl. At she some is point, learning life skills, yeah. as a texter pointed out. Thank you. How much do you remember from being one and a half? Jack? <laughs> <laughs> you were t- I you built know. a fire. At one <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like ingrained in me, and I didn't know that I learned it a year and a half. I just uh, thought I always had it. Uh, Okay, anyway, the texts are rolling in. Yes, this texter says, My daughter's lacrosse. We pay $500 before the season even starts for her to play. Plus, we need to pay an additional $75 every time they want to be in a tournament, and there's about 16 tournaments. Wow, and how many bingos do you got to work? Like, oh, don't, it adds up. Don't get me started on the bingos. Oh, the secondhand smoke of those bad boys. <laughs> that used to be the problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, Tammy, uh, the expensive thing that your kids have done? Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Who's a truck driver who literally works 16 hours a day, I think, just so his daughter can dance. Yeah. People do say that it is more than hockey. It can yeah. Be, and it's, just, it's pretty expensive. But the way I see it is they keep busy, keeps them out of trouble. Right? Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, you know what? It's less than bail, right? <laughs> Got to make that dirty dance money. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, if you're just tuning in, welcome to the show. And again, Jack was uh, flabbergasted finding out that they're paying $22 a session for swimming lessons. For the and I, I, you know, 22 doesn't sound high to me. Maybe if your daughter was like eight. Yeah. But when she's a year and a half old, like Matt says, she's just bobbing in the water. Like she She's really... not really retaining anything. <laughs> no. Not even the water she's retaining. <laughs> <laughs> she's learning life skills. She gets stickers. <laughs> so, yeah, she... You're paying $22 for a sticker. Jack is definitely drinking the chlorine on this one. But anyway. I need to. So we're looking for your uh, stories like that. The, the crazy amounts of money you've spent it with your kids. Yeah. Fiona says, my daughter does Highland dance, $3,500 for dance fees. We have to pay for every competition and the kilt itself costs about $300. Now, oh no, I'm sorry. That is $1,300. Mm. The cost of one pair of wool socks, 
$300. Yeah, that's adding up, Fiona. But she says she loves Highland Dance. It's good exercise, and she has amazing friends that she's met. So there's definitely a plus side, and it's worth it. Now I'd be you making a trip to Walmart yeah. and buying a $10 Ooh, pair of socks. The knockoff wolves. <laughs> All right, Brenda, your daughter Angela's been dancing for years. Uh, what does it cost per uh, per dance uh, instructions? Depends on your classes and the amount of hours, but yes. Now, are these instructors full-time? Uh you could call it that, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, when when they're vo- not in the Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they could- this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, it's our buddy Gord Banford fitting us in this morning. That's awesome. Hey, Gord, what are you up to? I'm driving in the snow. How are you guys doing? Driving in the <laughs> snow. Go figure. Yeah, we all are. Uh, Make a good song. You might have chose the wrong year to come back from Nashville, Gord. <laughs> Usually we're starting to play baseball outside at this time of year. I know. It's crazy, right? Well, you know what? you got your huge birthday bash show at Knoxville tomorrow night. It's going to mm-hmm. be fantastic. Tickets still available. We're going to give people a chance to win them next hour. Happy birthday, buddy. It's going to be yes. just a huge show. Your band is is lit, and it's going to be a great night at the Knoxville's, isn't it? We want to thank the Knoxville folks for taking it on last minute, too, because uh, you know, we had a huge tour across Canada with the Neon Smoke Tour. It really didn't hit Edmonton. So yeah, this opportunity come up, and it was, uh, you know, it's great. We're, we haven't uh, you know, haven't played in a honky tonk for a lot of years, so we're actually looking forward to having a great night and uh, you know having a lot of fun. And there's gonna be lots of great you know cool surprises that are gonna happen throughout the night that I think is gonna touch people. And obviously with uh, you know the tragedy of, of the Humboldt Broncos and everything that's going on, I think there's gonna be some cool stuff that we can try and do to continue to uh, you know raise money for that GoFundMe page, which is just unbelievable where it's at right now. It's just it's just a great testament of canadians you know and how people get behind stuff is just blowing my mind so we're uh, i know there's some special stuff planned for that we got some other celebrities that are coming in throughout the night so, you know nhl ex nhl players that are going to come in and join the join the festivities it's going to be a great time gord banford thank you uh for this we, we can't wait for tomorrow night and uh yeah f- for sure uh thinking of everybody in in, in humboldt and i know there's going to be some special stuff happening tomorrow night with that as well this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast Ooh, yeah. A little Harlequin? Superstitious feeling? Friday the 13th. Um, yeah, Jack has established he's the superstitious one in the group. Although, I'll be honest with you, if a black cat crossed my path, I do think about it for a few minutes. For sure you do. Like, then I forget about it. But yeah, <laughs> anyway, we're looking this morning for your crazy, unusual superstition. You got somebody in your life that's uh, got one. We'd love to uh, hear about it this morning. Uh, and we've got those Gord Banford tickets we're going to randomly give somebody mm-hmm. this year's for the big Neon Moon tour. Again, Gord, uh, Neon Smoke, that is. I keep saying Neon Moon. It's a Brooks and Dunn song, isn't it? Yeah. It's country. Anyway, the bottom line is, uh, just for sharing, we might give you a Gord Banford tickets. Uh, Jack, you're very superstitious. Yes, and for good reason. My family always used to vacation at Christina Lake in BC, mm-hmm. and one year, a black cat crossed my path, mm-hmm. and for years afterwards, I was always cursed when I went to Christina Lake. A rock <laughs> hit my hand one year, I cut my head the next year, I cut my hand the another year. Sounds like you're just being a kid. Yeah, <laughs> you're just clumsy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you all these 
things. bad things happen to me. You think the black cat, like the black cat caused the like, years of pain? Yes. Now we don't go there anymore. Yeah. It's too scary. Yeah, and expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, this superstition is real and you should always respect it. Otherwise, it's going to come and get you. It'll bite you. All right. Uh, Matt, you said sports. When it comes to sports, I mean, you played a very high level of baseball, so you've seen a bunch of strange things happen around the baseball, right? Yeah. I don't touch the foul lines. Right. I always jump Skip over the over foul them. lines Skip yeah, over as yeah. I, uh, I head into the dugout. Lots of baseball players do that. There was an MLB guy who pitched for a little while, and then between innings, he'd always brush his teeth. Ah, really? Like, yeah, he was all so sketched out. He was just like, I got to brush my teeth. I got to brush my teeth. He'd get the evil out of that <laughs> inning. And there was another guy who was a hockey player. Yeah. What he used to do uh, when he was on a super goal-scoring slump, uh-huh. he would punish his sticks. Right. Like, bad sticks. And he would put them in the toilet. Like it's what? the He put the blades in the toilet and let them sit there and be punished. Did it work? I... Probably. He did a bunch of times, and eventually one of the sticks would give him a goal. All right. <laughs> he wanted to flush it out. Okay. Maybe what not. about you, Chris? Is uh, there anything? Yeah, don't. Just that black cat thing I'm thinking. And the mirror. Okay. My mom was always, she, she said, like, uh, busted a mirror once. She was a big believer in the mirror one. Seven years bad luck after that, right? That's a long, yes. Daphne just texted in and said, you guys are looking for superstitions? Well, I have one. I won't wear a white dress for my wedding because what, what a white dress means, and I feel that that's bad luck. I also won't do a first look because it's bad luck to see the bride before the wedding. I have a lot of friends that think I'm strange because of it. You won't. I'll second that. (laughs) No way. First looks, I agree, Daphne. No way. So we did, like, that's tradition. Is that superstition or tradition? Who cares? Yeah. (laughs) Don't do it. 780-421-1039. Tell us your story. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Friday the 13th, are you cursed? Do you believe in superstitions? Oh, tons of texts coming in. My mom is so superstitious that when she was trying to quit smoking, my dad made a box where all the sides were mirrors. Every week she put the money she normally would have spent on the cigarettes in the box, but, and every time she craved cigarettes, she didn't have the money to buy them. However, she didn't know how to open it without breaking a mirror so she wouldn't sneak the money out. Well, she quit, and when dad opened the box, they had enough money to take all of us to Florida for two weeks. Wow. So that's good luck, not bad luck. Yeah. Maybe guys like me should put a mirror like in front of the door of the fridge so we can't crack it. You know? I have one in my bathroom <laughs> and it doesn't stop me from eating. Yeah, that's true. Oh my. <laughs> this person says, my superstition is that every night before I fall asleep, I have to knock on a wall or a side table or something. During the Oilers playoff run in 2006, anytime we mentioned something good or bad about the Oilers, we had to knock on wood. Right. Yeah. Oh. All right. Sean, you got a superstitious story? My very first pet is a black cat. I named him Vader, and I'm a carpenter, so I'm always walking under stairs, under step ladders. I will not walk under a ladder if I have no, like, yeah, unless I have no choice, I won't walk under a ladder. I might be actually quite superstitious now that I start thinking about things. Now that you start thinking about it, but yeah, all the tradesmen, yeah, man, we don't have time to be superstitious. So have you noticed anything? Has anything bad happened to you? Nothing. Okay. No. And this black cat, like, and you're just, your black cat's always crossing your path. Oh, yeah, and he still has 13 lives. Yeah? Oh, yeah, man. He just won't go away. No? <laughs> Maybe this whole thing's a case of you do all of them, nothing bad happens. Yeah. But if you do one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. You got to think positive, right? Uh, love it, Sean. Thank you for calling, buddy. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
earlier in the show, like way earlier in the show, we were talking about working out. Uh, when we get on the air at 5.30, there's a whole bunch of people that are actually uh, going to the gym, which uh, is amazing. If you Better than us. are dedicated to get up that early in the morning and go to the gym before work, man, you're, you know, you're, you're a next, next, le- level. You're next level person, no doubt about that. But uh, according to a recent survey, uh, people who uh, actually listen to music while exercising, especially Kiss and Country, will enjoy their workouts and actually be more productive. 28% of them say that they'll actually be more uh, productive when it comes to that. So we were looking for your workout jam. What is the song that if you got to work out, you got to push through that you need to listen to? Jax was Matt. Yep. And uh, if you've seen the the music video, <laughs> uh-huh. it is um, quite provocative. Oh, now, this is, this is sampling a remix from an 80s song, but I like this new one that's already ten, new year, one. <laughs> 10 years old. I think nobody's heard the original, but they've all heard that. Yeah, version. that song is so good. It just makes me want to run. Do you and the grandmas use it for aquasize sometimes? I don't do aquasize anymore. Yeah. I've gone away from that. Yeah, you're right. I what should get doing? back into it, though. I'm doing a lot of bar. I do a lot of Twilliger rec classes. It's good. All right. Yes. Order other one. This one's good yeah, too. Yeah, this one is the jam. Chris, this is uh, of course your favorite artist, Fergie. Oh, I love Fergie. You know, I think I'm actually living in 2008 right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time to yeah, give modern times here a little bit. But this song doesn't sit, sound like a workout song. I mean, yeah, it does. Like, this you sounds just like want to bump it. Dance, <laughs> dancing kind of per. Provocatively, that's what I hear there. Yeah, well, that's working out. Oh, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Then I've never worked out. (laughs) This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's the Washboard Union and uh, what we're made of, Kissin' in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. We did not play that song, Drunk on a Plane Mm. by uh, Dirk Bentley, but uh, ah, what the heck? It's Friday. What are they going to do to us? It's definitely going to be played. So be listening. Sometimes. Steph Hansen, Greg Reynolds. Scott Hackman, who knows? But the bottom line is be listening for that song at some point today. Brenda just texted and said on her Facebook, a memory five years ago, it was snowing like crazy on this date and it made her feel a little bit better. But I think probably the difference was it was probably a snow after we'd actually seen like the ground and stuff like that. Yes, we had seen grass. I think that's probably the difference. But anyway, Brenda, whatever it takes to get through this Friday the 13th. Uh, Thank you for being part of the show this entire week. Um, uh, It's been a tough week. There's no doubt for everybody based on uh, the Humboldt tragedy, which happened, of course, a week ago today and uh, every day we've kind of tried to just make it more of a regular show but I can tell you that there's not a moment in my brain that all I'm thinking about still is that tragedy and all of the people involved. I know you guys completely agree with I that. I think right? everyone in this city, in this province. Yeah. But again, the story now, of course, is the uh, over $10 million in that Amazing. Uh, GoFundMe pay, uh, GoFundMe, all of the sticks outside. I was talking to a friend from Toronto yesterday and he said, Chris, every second house in Toronto, in his neighborhood, has their sticks out. And he says, and and he's from Toronto, and he says, normally we don't care about anybody else here. He said, that's how big an impact this is making, and it's making that impact around the world. So um, whatever you can do to to help out, uh, continue to do just that. You can check out the video we put together with High Valley and a bunch of your sticks and some of the uh, video from uh, Stephen Wack, who is one of the young players that lost his life. It's pretty powerful. It's available now on the Facebook page. And yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, not that it's ever going to go away, but it's going to get easier 
easier, I think, for people as, uh, as, as the days go on here to deal with this and understand, right? Exactly. And I think, um, I mean, I've been watching the Twitter page of the Humboldt Broncos and they've been tweeting, you know, thank you. We feel the love. Thank you for your support. So know that, you know, whether you donated to the GoFundMe page or you put your sticks out or you just even put a post on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they're seeing it and they're feeling it. And all these local hockey players that were lost um, or the ones that have been injured, I can tell you their families, it makes a huge difference yeah. knowing that they've been remembered, right? Matt's seen that firsthand with his uh, friend who was injured. Yeah, and keep the, up the, the support. Dad. Donate yeah. if you can and yeah. uh, just keep them at the front of your mind. All right. Please, everybody, be careful and be safe this weekend and uh, we'll talk to you on Monday. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.